Hello to you, Brian McAlatton here with the ABC 21 Daily. It's Thursday, September 2nd. The first aircraft with Afghan evacuees arrived in Indiana today. It's part of Operation Allies Welcome. They'll be staying temporarily at Camp Atterbury. That's about 40 miles south of Indianapolis. It's the uh, uh, training site for the Indiana National Guard. Camp Atterbury can hold about 2,500 Afghans at a time. Uh, the U.S. government is going to work with them to find them more permanent housing, but they'll be safe there at the base uh, until that permanent housing is found. We'll keep you updated on this situation as more Afghan refugees arrive here in Indiana. Senator Todd Young was in the Fort Wayne area today to talk with area farmers about a number of things, but we asked him about the Afghan withdrawal. How does he feel about it? As you can imagine, he's not happy with the way it went down. Here's Jeff Newmeyer. Talking about Afghanistan was really not the purpose of uh, Young's trip to the county. He actually came to meet with farmers uh, to address any number of issues that are uh, a big deal to them. We, he stopped in at Weiss Farms Enterprises on Yoda Road, south of Fort Wayne International Airport during the noon hour and discussed with a group of area farmers everything from the new infrastructure bill to the prospects for better trade opportunities in foreign markets to tax policy. But Young also found time to go after President Biden pretty hard over the recent pullout of American military personnel from Afghanistan. He called the exit poorly planned and executed, claiming the credibility of the U.S. government around the globe will suffer because of it. He said too many allies and American citizens were left behind, and he pointed to the suicide bombing at Kabul's airport that left more than a dozen U.S. Marines dead, saying that could inspire Islamic radicals to step up terrorist attacks against U.S. targets. Young says the departure needed to be carried out more methodically, and planners needed to do a better job of preparing for potential bad outcomes. But clearly the administration did not take worst-case scenarios into account, uh, and uh, they didn't push the Taliban uh, for a later exit date when things started to go south, presumably because this president wanted to be able to deliver a political speech, a, a sort of victory speech, uh, on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Now, there is growing concern about the impacts of climate change. Farmers, of course, play a vital role in dealing with that challenge. Young today highlighted legislation he worked on that allows Purdue's Ag Extension Service and others like it to visit farmers and help teach them about planting cover crops and following no-till practices that limit the harmful effects of introducing carbon dioxide into the Earth's atmosphere. Now, Indiana's other senator, Mike Braun, has been a bit higher profile on this issue co-sponsoring the bipartisan Growing Climate Solutions Act that uh, got approved by the U.S. Senate back in June. As COVID-19 numbers continue to rise here in the Fort Wayne area and all across our state, really, we talked to Fort Wayne Mayor Tom Henry and the Allen County Health Commissioner, Dr. Matthew Sutter, today. They're both very concerned about the trends. And Mayor Henry is bringing back a mask mandate to city buildings for his city employees. Corinne Rose talked with them today. Fort Wayne Mayor Tom Henry and Allen County's Health Commissioner expressed their concern about the rising number of COVID cases here. Mayor Henry said to lessen the COVID surge in Fort Wayne, he's enacting two measures. The first, a mask mandate inside city buildings, whether you're vaccinated or not. That means places like Citizen Square, Parks and Rec offices, pavilions, youth and community centers, the Botanical Conservatory, and even animal care and control. Allen County's Health Commissioner says this significant surge of COVID right now is evident with with about 250 new COVID cases a day compared to June 
when we had about 10 cases a day. However, he said that while our hospitals in our area are strained right now, they're not overwhelmed, which is his benchmark for issuing any new public health order. Mayor Henry's second initiative is an incentive for city employees who provide proof they are fully vaccinated, and that's $200 a piece from the city's wellness fund. That's money that was obtained through our wellness programs and through our employees taking advantage of a number of the opportunities that we have already to not only take care of themselves, but to ultimately save the city money. So it's really money we had set aside for them, and we, we uh, figure it's their money, and we should share it with them. I think we can get through this without shutdowns, without lockdowns. If we take advantages of vaccines and masks, I think they're some of our best tools for helping us get through this surge. Extra masks and hand sanitizer stations will be available in city facilities if you need them. And again, that mask requirement for all city-owned buildings and facilities goes into effect on Tuesday, the day after Labor Day. Corinne, thank you. The General Motors plant here in Allen County is shutting down again because of that computer chip shortage. Tony Benton Jr. has that. It's getting more and more you know, tight with these things. And the availability of these semiconductors is getting worse. Officials at General Motors has shared that the Fort Wayne assembly will pause production starting Monday, September 6th. The global shortage of computer chips continues to get worse. It's forcing automakers to temporarily close their factories. GM announced today that it would pause production at eight North American plants during the next two weeks. The changes are being driven by the continued parts shortages caused by the semiconductor supply constraints from international markets experiencing pandemic restrictions. That's what officials have been saying. I met with the chairman of the UWA Local 2209 about what this could mean for workers. What it means for our people is Monday's the holiday. Uh, everybody qualifies for holiday pay. So when they qualify for holiday pay, it triggers a short work week event, which our people are paid the difference of whether or not they'd be working or not working through the short work week. Pays 80% compensation for uh, every day you miss, which for our people is a lot more convenient than the unemployment office, especially dealing with the state of Indiana and unemployment. The plant has paused production two other times this year due to the shortage. That leads to the question of what if it happens again? We don't know from week to week. We don't know if we're going to get three days of production, two days of production. Um, and if we knew more than what we did, we would let people know. I would. I'd let them know here's where we're at. We're going to be down next week or we're going to be down the week after that. And there really is no real plan. It is basically working strictly on availability of parts, period. They say at this time, regular production is expected to start back at the Fort Wayne Assembly the week of September 13th. I'm Tony Benton, Jr., ABC 21 News. And those are the stories we're following for you here on the ABC 21 Daily Podcast. Updates to these stories and more online, WPTA21.com and on the ABC 21 mobile app. I'm Brian McElhatton. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next time.